Well, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome in. This is episode 225 of Buddhist Biohacker. And as always, my name is Lisa Gunshore, and I am your host and mystic guide. And welcome in to everybody who is joining me on the live, and welcome to those who listen later on audio or on the replay here on YouTube. Hi, Tracy. Welcome in. If you are just joining me in the live, please feel free to use the chat and share how you're feeling today. It is the new moon today. It's Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. I'm saying that because we are going to talk all about time distortion, and I didn't even know it was Wednesday until about 11 o'clock this morning. Um, I was thinking it was a completely different day, and uh, we'll get into that, but uh, welcome into the show. And um, hi, Claire. Don't forget to share where you're from, share how you're feeling. And if you're watching later on the replay here on YouTube, please, everyone, don't forget to click subscribe. Um, I love it when I have new subscribers. And if you're listening on audio, we are on 10 audio platforms, including iTunes and um, all sorts of platforms, Pandora, Spotify, all the, all the regular ones that you could expect. So welcome in, everybody. And we're going to be talking today. I actually have quite a list in front of me of things to talk about. And um, I want to start out first by talking about the meteor uh, that went through the air here in Colorado. And I'm going to see if I can pull up a video of this meteor to show you guys if you weren't here. Um, kind of the start. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Let me pull it up for you guys. Yeah, here we go. So let me pull this up. Sorry, guys, I should have done that in advance, but I didn't think about it. Okay, so let me just share my screen. Share screen. Window. All right, here we go. Hi, guys. Hi, Burnett. Hi, Katie. Hi, Nina. Okay, you guys should be able to see it here. Let me take my banner off too. My goodness. Okay. I was prepared, but okay, there we go. So you guys can see there's, this is not loading the imagery, but there was this huge burst of light seen in Colorado. Um, this would have been Saturday night. So, and I'm bummed that this isn't showing up. So um, if it does show up, I'll show you the video, but here we go. Here comes the video. All right. Sorry if you're listening on audio and welcome in everybody. And hi from Lincoln, Nebraska to Jay Smith and Tracy sharing had nasty dreams last night fighting the machines. Ugh, I seem to be doing this more nights. We're going to talk about that. So let's see if this video will play. But while it's loading, I'm going to tell you the story. So what happened was this weekend, um, I believe it was Saturday night, I woke up at exactly 3.30. Oh, we have some ads here. Well, I don't think this is going to load, but that's okay. So anyways, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, Saturday morning, and I was feeling um, like I needed to pay attention. You know, when you wake up at 3.30 in the morning, especially that time, because that's really the witching hour, 3.30, not midnight. And I knew I needed to pay attention and I was wide awake. So I was just laying in bed, wide awake. And what ended up happening is <clears throat> I was petting my cat. And all of the sudden, um, hopefully I didn't just cut out. All of the sudden, there was this 
flash, like a double flash of light. And it was so bright and so quick and it filled up my whole room. It was like lightning, but the sky was clear. There were no storms and it was so bright and actually got scared. I mean, and, and that doesn't really happen. You know, weird stuff happens at 3.30 in the morning, always has for me, but I don't normally get scared, but I actually laid in bed wondering if I was going to get a rumble and if there was going to be some kind of earthquake or collapse. I mean, it really was intense and I felt very concerned about that. And it was very strange. And I tried to wake my husband up and he really didn't wake up and I really didn't know what to do. So what happened was I laid in bed for like three hours. And after the morning came and my husband was awake, um, he looked online and saw that this meteor had fallen through the sky in Colorado and lit up most of the state. And there are hundreds of videos online that people captured from their like home camera systems and things like that. So you can go online and search it and actually see it. And it's huge in the sky. So this was really profound because it definitely felt outer worldly. And I was definitely shaken by the experience. And then here it was this huge meteor. Well, I received this download while I was looking at this information that the Galactic Federation over time actually built the Earth's atmosphere as a protection or a defense mechanism against these meteors because they kept having meteors hit this great experiment that is the planet Earth. And they couldn't have that keep happening. So our Earth's atmosphere was actually built as a protection mechanism to burn these up before they hit the ground. Unless of course they're really big. So that got my attention, that was over the weekend. So then cut to Monday and honestly, it was a really productive day. I was feeling really good and I was doing a lot of housework and housekeeping and just grounded kind of things. And what happened was I just felt like there's some kind of alert in the back of my mind, like something isn't quite right. And I even text one of my colleagues and was like, Hey, how are you feeling? Something is just happening. Something's happening. And how many of you guys have had that feeling where something's happening and you know, it is behind the scenes, but we're, you know, in our linear human life and who knows. And honestly, I didn't feel like going and looking at it. I mean, that's the truth of it. Like sometimes you just don't want to go meditate and look at it. It's like, well, something's going on and I guess we'll see what happens kind of thing. So that was how I felt about it. So then that afternoon, um, I went to post something on Instagram and I saw that Instagram wasn't working. And so I text my husband and I was like, he clearly is the person that I talk to the most and also the person who seems to know what's going on because I never do. And so I text him and I was like, you know, hey, did you know Instagram's not working? He goes, oh yeah, Facebook and Instagram, everything's down. And I thought, oh, that raised a red flag with me too because I thought, oh, okay, there was the meteor and now here these systems are down like something I need to pay attention. That's all I knew. You know, when you know, you just need to pay attention to things. So, so then, um, I have been spending a lot of time in solitude and it's been really beautiful and fantastic and really feeling fresh and rejuvenated and just feeling myself. And so one of the indulgent things I do is get on YouTube and watch some of my favorite astrologers and channels and things like that. So I was on YouTube and this is now yesterday. <laughs> I don't 
don't even know what day it is. I mean, this is the whole point of the conversation. I don't even know what day it is. Okay. So um, I get on YouTube and I pull up Elizabeth April. If you're not familiar with her, I'll post her on the community page here on YouTube so that you can see the video that she did because it was really resonated with me. But she had this new video that had to do with the Facebook and Instagram being down. And I thought, oh, I'm curious because I had felt like that was connected to something happening um, with the matrix, so to speak. And I, I wanted to know kind of what she had to say. Oh, good. Nina, love her. Yeah, me too. She's really cool. I really feel like we're on the same page with mission and I resonate with what she, a lot of what she shares is things I get and she fills in blanks for me and all that. So anyway, so I'm watching her video and she's talking about the manipulation of timelines and how the time is distorted. And it just really like ding, 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 put a little light bulb up because I realized, oh my gosh, like I channeled this information a year ago. And so it made me pull up a transmission I did from the Sacred Council of Light called time distortion. And so what I want to do first and foremost um, is talk about this download um, and show you how to find it in the Ajatakasa app because there's a lot to talk about. And then Katie, I see you're on here. Katie posted in the app some crazy things going on. And this has a lot to do with this time distortion. So it's really up for all of us. So let me take this banner off. Okay. Um, so I can share the screen. Okay, so share screen. This I do have up and I am prepared to share. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so here we go. So, um, oh, I feel like I lost you guys, but there you are. Okay. So this is the Ajatakasa platform. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, I think most of you in the community are already in this, but you can find the Ajatakasa platform. It's ajatakasa.disciplemedia.com, uh, or you can go to my website and there's links on there. Okay. So Anyways, so this is the Sacred Council page that houses all the transmissions for members of Ajatakasa. So I'm showing this so you know how to connect to it, um, but also because I'm going to share how to find this. So if you go down to transmissions, okay, here's all the transmissions. And there's one right here called time distortion, okay? So this is time distortion, and this was channeled back in uh, 2020, I believe it was last year. God, you can really tell. I don't even know what time or day it is. So this is the um, transmission. So I'm going to stop sharing the screen so that I can read the transmission. We're going to talk about it. So because it's always with their language, it's quantum physics, and it's a lot of information. So. Okay, so they said, um, many starseeds and wanderers have noticed distortion in the time constructs according to linear time in the human experience. This distortion can be described as both a folding of space-time continuum and an opening of consciousness to quantum field in the new reality. There are multiple timelines within the linear time construct on the earth plane. That has always been. What is shifting in the current reality and present time on the earth plane is global consciousness. Consciousness across the planet earth, including the sentient form 
of Mother Earth or Gaia are becoming aware of quantum time fields and the concept of spiral time versus linear time. So I want to stop right there and just kind of share what that means. So what the council is saying is that there's always been spiral time. There's always been the space-time continuum. There's always been multiple timelines that we can access. Okay, that's always been there. But what's happening is, is we, as a collective consciousness, are starting to become aware of this. So I would love to hear from you guys who are here in the live chat. I would love to hear. And honestly, if you guys watch this on the replay, still post in the comments, please. I love the comments um, when you guys post them. But are you noticing this? Like how many of you guys are noticing that you're aware of either timeline hopping, okay, um, aware that you're not in a time, aware that time has changed, feeling disoriented about time. Like how many of you guys are feeling that way? And I share this and I giggle because I woke up this morning and I'm going, I'm driving the kids to school. And as I'm driving them to school, I realize that I'm talking to them about Friday, thinking today is Thursday, and it's totally Wednesday, <laughs> like the whole morning, the whole morning. And what's even more funny is the kids didn't even really notice. We were all talking about it. Like we all had hopped this timeline. So I'm super curious how many of you guys are experiencing this. And it looks like Jay Smith. Yes, for sure. Yes. Oh, and I love this. Claire is saying, um, Elizabeth said that video resonated. Oh yeah. It was, if you've watched already, great. Um, Tracy, yes, I have for several years. I rarely know what day it is or where I am in time. Yeah. Sarah Walsh. Hi, Sarah. Yes, totally. So the first part of this transmission is ultimately just validating that there are different timelines and we're now conscious of these timelines. Okay. So then we go into some like nitty gritty with this. So then they say, okay, <clears throat> due to the shift in consciousness, the awakening to the reality of multiple timelines interwoven or crisscrossing one another in an individual human being's reality is now in present awareness. It's no longer existing in the subconscious or lucid dream state, but instead in the conscious present time awareness. Okay. Now, here comes the big one, and this relates to what Elizabeth April was talking about, which just, woof, it just really hit home because it was absolutely what I had seen and what this says. In addition, there is a shift in the folding of space-time according to quantum physics. This folding could be distorted due to the manipulation of timelines from external sources outside of planet Earth. This manipulation or distortion in the timelines is occurring due to many moving pieces on the planet itself. There are many forces gathering together both for service to self and service to others or positively polarized versus negatively polarized. With these forces or communities joining together across the planet, distortions or manipulations of the space-time continuum have occurred in an effort to change direction or the course of the present timeline. So I know it's a mouthful. I'm telling you the quantum stuff. Totally. Okay. So what they're saying is essentially timelines are being manipulated. They're being distorted. And this goes back to Elizabeth April's video, her most recent one. 
because she talks about how they're being distorted, which is very much what she shares in that video is exactly what I've seen and totally resonates. So um, absolutely distortion in the timelines. Now I want to throw in, I've also seen in addition to what she talks about with the hydro colliders and things like that, is I've also seen external like outside of the planet. So not just the controllers of the planet, but outside the planet as well, that there's also timeline manipulation happening. And there's good timeline manipulation, like for service to others. So trying to help humanity. And there's negative that's trying to control or enslave humanity. Okay, so there's two different. Stay with me here. So these distortions in the timelines are causing us to feel a little kooky. And so some of you guys even posted, I know Katie, you posted today, like about these golf balls missing. And I'm telling you, like, this is about the timelines. If you go back, how many of you guys saw, oh, what was the movie? The Butterfly Effect um, with, oh gosh, what's his name? He was in my math class, believe it or not, you guys in Iowa, um, Ashton Kutcher. Um, totally obnoxious by the way. But anyway, when he was in my math class, I don't know about now, but anyway, the butterfly effect. Remember every time you go back in time and change something in a timeline, other things change. So you thought you had all those golf balls out there, but now they're not out there. Something changed, right? Like, do you think, oh, I put my glasses here. They're not there. There's someplace else, right? These are all coming from distortions in the timeline. So one thing I want to share, because the last part of this uh, transmission says, um, or the next part says, um, this effort will fail. And the present timeline has grown ever stronger over the period of 2020 in earth time existence, present time existence. Okay. So the, the, essentially it's very simple. The effort to distort the timeline for a negative result will fail. And I still trust that that was from 2020. And I still believe that, but it doesn't mean that it's not jacking with us. You know what I mean? Um, it is so strange. So, and yeah, Tracy's asking, is this different from earlier in our history? Um, I would say it's no different. I think time travel has always existed. And I think manipulation of timelines has always existed. And we experienced that in a very real way during our CE5 event, because our digital photos kept changing, right? So the ETs were actually showing us how they time travel, which is pretty incredible if you think about it. I mean, it's really incredible. But just like anything, if you distort and manipulate timelines, you can also mess up a lot of stuff. I mean, that's very layman's terms, but very true. Okay. Now, what they said last here, just to share, okay, it says... Um, each individual can expect further distortion in the timelines and or experiences in which you feel that you are no longer in present time, earth dimensional reality. This will become second nature, if you will, and will not cause harm to the individual's reality. Instead, it will open the individual to new realities and the highest potential timelines of their existence on planet earth. Okay. So this is a big deal because Elizabeth talks about it also in some ways about opening portals. And I'm it's it's this idea of if you can understand how to operate in between time, right? Then this shouldn't, it should become easy. It's kind of like, you know what image they show me? I mean, this is honestly, this is the image that they show me. 
you know, when you get on a boat and it's rocking and at first you're like kind of nauseous and dizzy and like, oh gosh, and then you get used to it and then you're okay. And you can actually stay balanced even though the ship is rocking, right? That's what this is like. So essentially with these time distortions, no matter who's creating them or what's going on, when you feel disconnected from time, your goal is to figure out how to become grounded and focused in your present space, regardless of what the time is doing around you. Because if you can become footed and grounded as things are rocking and shifting and you're in this lucid state, then you can actually take advantage of it. Because how many of you practice the craft of the wise? What happens in the no time, no space place, the Mahashunya, the great void, the circle, whatever you want to call it. What happens in there is we create magic. We create our reality. So you got to ask yourself, what am I creating when I'm in those spaces in between time and in between space? What am I creating and what am I doing there, right? That's what's really important to remember is we can operate outside of time because time is just a construct. It's not even real. So all these timelines can change, but who even cares? Because we create within the no time space. So better for us to be there, better to be completely confused about what day it is and manifest what we want. Okay. Hi, Karen. Um, send lots of love and prayers to Karen and her little baby that went to the rainbow bridge today. We love you, Karen. Um, so yeah, so I just want you guys to, again, it's about empowerment and self-responsibility. We talked about this on the last show, right? With taking responsibility and the in choosing our response. And we can get all caught up in the time distortions or we can become aware of them and understand how to use them to our benefit. And that's really what I wanted to share more than anything else. And as a reminder, all of these transmissions, there's lots and lots of them in the Ajata Casa app. And you can certainly ask me how to get in there if you're not in there. And if you are in there, you just go to Sacred Council. If you go to transmissions like I showed you on the video, um, then you can just go to time distortion if you want to read through it. Because I don't know about you, but when I channel this stuff, um, it's a lot of language. And so you want to kind of take it in. Hi, Barbarella. Um, so yeah, so that is my time distortion slash meteor story. So what I'll say to kind of close about that before we kind of shift gears into health is I am going to hold a sacred council call this Sunday morning. Um, and so I'll pull that up onto the screen so you guys can make a mental note. Um, here it is. All right. So just a reminder. Um, oh, these banners. I'll tell you what. Okay, there we go. So we will have a sacred council call. It is on Zoom. It will be live with me this Sunday, October 10th at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Okay. And this circle, as always, is for members of Ajata Casa and also Starseed and Lemurian members here on YouTube. So wherever you're a member, um, it's only $9.99 a month, um, you're gonna get to come be a part of this call. Why we're having the call, the meteor, 
the time distortions, everything I just shared is leading up to our fall transmission that I'm going to share on Sunday. And I also will do live readings on Sunday for you guys, because I know a lot of you are wanting to connect. And so I will definitely do that on the circle on Sunday. But I really want to share, I feel like we have a very profound end of the year. I think you all know that based on all the astrologers and everything we've already talked about this year. Um, but I definitely have some clear information coming through that I want to share with you guys. So that is going to happen on Sunday morning. Okay. So moving on now, I have a little joke for you. Let's see. I guess, uh, I'm not quick. It's not quick. The sharing of the screens, not quick. Just saying. Okay. Oh, geez. Here we go. Okay. Here's my joke of the day. Oh gosh. Let me take the banner off. Okay. So cauliflower tastes like someone ate a dozen hard boiled eggs, waited an hour, farted into the dirt, tended the fart dirt lovingly for two months until it grew into a fart flower, harvested it on the hottest, ripest day of the year, boiled it for 13 hours, and then tried to just fool people into thinking it tastes just like mashed potatoes. It's very true, isn't it? Cauliflower is tough. And, you know, cauliflower is tough because it is a good substitute um, and obviously a lot of places are using it as a substitute for rice and for potatoes, um, but it's also very acidic. So if you guys are battling candida, yeast, fungus, mold, then you really want to be careful with cauliflower because it's actually an acidic based it's actually highly acidic. It's like drinking orange juice for you. Um, so, and I love it. You guys love the joke. It's so good. It really is funny. One of my functional medicine doctors I follow posted it and I loved it so much. So, um, but anyway, it is acidic and you really want to have more of an alkalized body if you're fighting any kind of inflammation, but especially candida. So just be careful with how much you substitute it for mashed potatoes or rice, you're actually better off just skipping that completely and sticking to some broccoli and some protein rather than even bothering with the cauliflower because it's so acidic. So um, that is a great segue into what I want to talk about, which is my functional Ayurveda clinic. I'm super excited about this and I hope you guys stay with me. I'm seeing people drop off. As soon as I start talking about health and stop talking about channel transmissions, people drop off. So don't drop off. Um, but anyways, um, many of you know that I am a certified Ayurveda wellness practitioner, but what you may not know is I actually have a degree in culinary arts and a certification by the American Culinary Federation in nutritional cooking. And I have spent the last decade focused on my health, lost hundred pounds, was on the cover of magazine, wrote a book, all that stuff. And I'm finally stepping into that health space and I'm really excited about it. And I also think it's really important because um, we are moving into bio transformation. This is what the Sacred Council of Light um, has handed to me as the next step um, in our journey is really increasing our frequency and detoxing the body so that we can create an environment that is optimal and can fight disease such as the V word, um, you know, and all of these things. So we want to make sure V being cold and flu and 
the other thing. I'm not even going to say that, even though it's not even buzzword. But so I want to make sure that we are prepared. And I wanted to take some time to use my show to share with you what functional Ayurveda is, because I have a very specific philosophy about how I work with people on their health. And I wanted to share it with you just because I think there's a lot of information on my website and it's easy to share the information. And I also have some cool stuff that's happening with it that I wanted to share as well. So the first thing I wanted to share with you is what is Ayurveda? Because I think probably some of you are familiar with Ayurveda or you've heard the term used, um, but maybe you don't know what it is. So Ayurveda comes from the Vedic scriptures. It's part of the yoga journey. So the Vedic scriptures, um, yoga came out of it. Ayurveda came out of it. Okay. So it's all part of this thing, but Ayurveda is the science of longevity, uh, the science of life and longevity. So it's about living healthy longer. And it really comes down to utilizing lifestyle techniques, as well as herbs and your food, of course, um, to help you to be able to be healthy and to be able to treat dis-ease naturally. So why is Ayurveda important to me? Ayurveda just naturally happened for me um, in 2011, 10 and 11. Um, I battled parasites and candida and I found out I had 22 food allergies and I've written a whole book about it. So I guess it's right here. I can show you. It's right in front of me. So this is my book, Enlightenment Pie. Um, so you can read that if you want to, um, to learn my whole story. But what happened was I had to relearn how to take care of my body. And I also recognized how much this was my first red pill. I mean, this is the truth of it. And I didn't even think I'd go down this road, but this was my first red pill because what happened was I went to the doctor. I was really sick. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. I was vomiting and sick and toxic. And this went on and on. And I was having all these weird like tremors and shakes and neurological symptoms and all these things. And it was really scary. And I was in and out of emergency rooms like five different times and nobody did anything. And I finally went to my family doctor, you know, at the family practice. And he gave me a prescription for Xanax. And he told me that I was crazy, basically, and that there wasn't any way to test me for anything and that I needed to go home. And I was pretty disturbed. I was actually really angry about it because I, I knew I wasn't crazy. Like, and, and I, he basically, he told me I was a hypochondriac because I had been in and out of the emergency rooms a lot in those three months. And I tried to explain to him, like, look at my medical chart. Like I've never, I rarely ever go to the doctor. Like I really didn't go to the doctor and I'm like, something is not right with my body. And they just wouldn't listen. And so I had to become my own health advocate. And I had to fight for information. And it was my spiritual practice that saved me because what I did is I ended up meditating and asking what was wrong with me. And I kept getting fungus, some kind of fungus. Like I was seeing like mushrooms and I was like, what is going on? Well, when I looked that up and I looked up fungal infection, I found candida. And that was how I found my first functional medicine doctor, Dr. Jill. And so 
that was really my first red pill because what I realized was the, the modern system as it is was not going to support me at all. Um, and they weren't even going to do testing to understand what was happening with my biology. They wanted to take care of it in other forms. And so what happened was essentially, um, I was tested. I found out uh, through a fecal test that I had three, not one, three different parasites uh, destroying my liver and the frontal lobe of my brain and that I had 22 food allergies and I had candida overgrowth. <laughs> so that really started my whole journey. And so what happened was when you go through shifting from the, the modern medicine paradigm, and then you shift into a holistic paradigm, there's still a lot of like gray area and they throw a lot of supplements at you. And I'm really, really blessed because Dr. Jill knew how sensitive I was and she'd really allow me to intuit what was right for me. But I really had to go look for alternative solutions to my diagnoses in a lot of ways, because I couldn't take all those pills. I couldn't take all those supplements. I just couldn't do it. It physically was not going to work for me at all. It just wasn't going to work for me. So that was what led me to Ayurveda. It was kind of accident because what happened was a lot of the Ayurvedic herbs just worked beautifully for me. And they were just things I found in my own research. It wasn't anything special. I didn't go to an Ayurveda doctor. I didn't do any of that. I just was researching, oh, what do I do about Hashimoto's? I, you know, I can't take this pill. So what do I do in my diet or what kind of herbs? And I found these ways to support my health without all the supplementation. So all of that to say, I got kind of led down this path. And I also had 22 food allergies I didn't know about. And so I laughed my way all the way to the grocery store every day because I had this culinary degree and I had gone to school to be a chef and baking and pastry was my forte. So I loved baking. And here I was allergic to wheat, barley, malt, and dairy. And I'm like, how am I going to bake? So I had to completely relearn. And I really am so grateful for my culinary background. I still love cooking and I still cook. And that's going to be a huge part, actually, of what we do in 2022 here on the show, um, because it is my passion. Um, but it was also like an amazing tool to have because learning cooking techniques professionally actually aided me in being able to take care of myself differently because there were things I already knew. And because of my nutritional cooking certificate, I'd already learned some things that came very valuable to me. So that was kind of my journey towards Ayurveda. And then I got my yoga teacher certification. Um, it would have been four years ago now, three, yeah, four years ago. I went and got my 200 hour RYT yoga teacher certification and I loved it. Um, but I also was introduced to Ayurveda as part of the yoga teacher training because they introduce you through the Vedic scriptures to these other op options. And when I started reading about Ayurveda and we went through the lectures, I was like, holy cow, I already do this. This is what I do. I already found all this information. This is what I know. So I made the decision to go do a 500 hour year long certification program to be an Ayurveda uh, practitioner, which I've completed and I love so much. So, and I'm continuing the journey. Um, I am going to move into hopefully an Ayurvedic doctor. It's about three more years of education, but I'm going to keep going. So that is how I landed on Ayurveda. And I want to share, I also 
chose an Ayurvedic program through the Shakti school that is feminine form Ayurveda, which is a little different from regular, the masculine form Ayurveda. Masculine form Ayurveda is a lot of prescription. So it's learning how to make prescriptions with herbs. And I certainly can do that. And I've, I'm learning that. Um, but feminine form is really more organic and it's more about the lifestyle and the spiritual experience, which again is what my whole book's about and what I believe is so important, which is combining the spiritual practices with your health. You have to have both because when you go through food, like I discovered I had a food addiction, you know, and I had to go through like that journey and food and lifestyle and our weight and our health requires a lot of breaking through patterns and breaking through paradigms of things we believe to be true. And isn't that the truth in the current health climate of the planet, right? Everyone's discovering how to take care of their body differently and what that even means. And there's going to be more and more of this. So um, that is really what led me to Ayurveda and why I practice it. And I do practice feminine form Ayurveda. So it's more about the whole picture and less about just giving you something. Because again, that, that wasn't my solution was to just be given something. Mine was to completely transform. Um, so in Ayurveda, there's kind of three pillars of your health food, sleep, and your energy. So your food, your diet, right? Getting proper sleep. And then your energy, your kundalini, your agni, your fire, your sexual energy, all of that is, is the third piece. So you have these three pillars that sort of support your health. And so what is functional Ayurveda? So the other piece of this is I'm highly analytical. If you guys haven't met me yet, I'm very analytical. And I'm a very strategic thinker. I actually have a Six Sigma certification, which is a quality and engineering process. I'm a, a green belt and a yellow belt in Six Sigma, which is a really weird thing, um, separate from spirituality. Um, but I love that too, because it's all about process um, and it's all about data and analytics. And so I loved getting all the testing for myself and still do. I really loved having the information. I think that's really valuable. I'm a medical intuitive, so I can tell you something, but it's kind of nice to just be told from actual biological tests. Um, it's nice to be able to see that. So I have created tools to support you because tests are expensive. So if you can't do a test, um, I have really great tools. Um, one of them is even here in my book. I created these worksheets. Let's see here. Maybe I got to find where they are. They might not be in this copy. Oh, here it is. So I have a food sensitivity tracking template, which I have a very nice PDF version now that you can download. But um, I also have the food journal, which is the second book of this. It has 30 of them. So you have a whole month's worth inside the journal itself. And I think the food journal on Amazon is like 10 bucks or whatever. If you want to go on Amazon, you don't have to. Um, but anyways, the, um, oh my God, Tracy, I love that green belt. Yeah, I'm a lean green belt and then a six sigma yellow belt too. So I did both those tests. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
So the food sensitivity tracking sheet is a really nice tool for food allergies and food addiction if you can't afford the testing. So I do have some tools for that. However, I also really love the testing. So in my health journey, and this is how the functional Ayurveda comes together. In my health journey, um, I became a Great Plains clinician and a full script clinician. So what that means is I can do all of the functional medicine testing that Great Plains Labs has to offer, which is really exciting because I can do hormone tests and mold tests and uh, candida tests and heavy metals testing and oat testing and all sorts of testing. There's lots of different tests I can do um, to find out what's going on. In addition, I am T minus a couple weeks away from being certified through biotics research to be able to do genome analysis, which means I can do a full DNA genome analysis for you, really looking at your DNA SNPs, which are your mutations and your genetics, and being able to support you even deeper. So what is functional Ayurveda? That was the point of the whole entire story. I didn't think I'd tell that much of my story, but I'm glad I did. Um, but uh, anyways, the what functional Ayurveda is, is it's a partnership between functional testing so getting real data, looking at the root cause, functional medicine is root cause biological medicine, right? So it's getting the data and the information, but then treating it through Ayurveda. So rather than treating you with, a, there is supplementation if you need it for sure, um, but I'm not going to overload you because really it's about diet and lifestyle change more than anything else. I cured my Hashimoto's just from my diet changes alone and dealing with the mold inside my body. So there's a lot of stuff that you can do simply by changing your diet. And why am I doing this? Because the spiritual practices, meditation, contemplation, self-inquiry, journaling, everything I've been through for the last 15 years with the Dalai Lama, I could not have made these lifestyle changes without those spiritual practices because it is a shit ton, pardon my language, but it's a shit ton of shadow work. You're having to deal with addictions. You're having to deal with stress. You're having to deal with lifestyle changes, lack of boundaries. Um, even just to get proper rest can be a battle. And so you really have to have all these pieces. You have to have all the pieces. And, and that's really what, um, let me share my screen here because I want to show you um, really quick. So here's my amazing website. But if you go to Indigo Flow, which that yoga is coming soon, but here is... Here is my logo right here. And this is the indigo flow. And I wish it could be bigger, but you have the body, you have the lifestyle, and this is also spirituality, and you have the genetic piece. And this is why I have this triangle. I have the triangle because you need all of it. You need the spiritual support, you need the physical lifestyle and health and food support, and then you need the genetic information. And this is what biotransformation is, and this is what I'm hoping to lead the way 
with biotransformation and quantum femininity, which is this idea of us being able to transform our biology. Because trust me, if you saw a picture of me in 2006 compared to now, you'd be like, who is that person? Like, I wasn't, I'm not even the same person all the way down to what I was wearing. Like I was very masculine, you know, and I've had to overcome a lot to step into my femininity and to become who I am. And I'm still working on it, you know, and that's what biotransformation is. And so my clinic is officially open and all of my information is up on my website, which I'm really excited about. Um, and let me show you one more thing. I'm losing my track of thought because I have so many things I could share right now from all that. But I do just want to share a couple navigational things. I, I know that I'm very technical. So I also know that you may not be. So I want to show you how this works. So when you go to my website, which you can go to BuddhistBioHacker.com, you can go to LisaMGunshore.com. It doesn't matter. But here is my biotransformation tab. So when you hover over this tab, you're going to see my clinic. And this has everything I basically just shared already. But if you want to read about what my philosophy is, what I believe in, you know, where I get my testing from, all of those things is on this page. And then I also have my Ayurveda offerings is what I'm actually offering. So these are the packages and the intakes. You can actually find out your own constitution here if you want to. Um, and then if you just want a single intake, you can do that here. So I guess I'll take this time to share. And honestly, I never share stuff like this, so it's awkward for me, but I'm just going to share it. So um, what I have, I have a couple options for you to work with me. Um, with your health. So the best one is the power up package because it includes three sessions, which ends up being three months or 90 days with me. The first one is the intake. The intake's extensive. I know Tracy, you're filling it out right now and it's an extensive questionnaire um, for sure. And um, it also includes my biotransformation strategy session. So what we do is we do a full intake that's 90 minutes that we spend together talking about your health. And then um, I actually put together a plan and a strategy for you to begin your biotransformation process. And then we spend another hour together um, a few weeks later, really going through what that strategy is. And then there's also a follow-up so that we can go through. So um, that is the power-up package for sure. Um, but if you do just want a single intake, you just scroll to the end of the page and you can just do a 90 minute intake just so that we can work together and get all the information. And then you can go individually from there if you want to. So you have both options to work with me. Um, but here's some of the cool things I'm excited about that I'm offering. So number one, everyone who works with me in their health um, gets to be a free member of my patient portal, which has a lot of resources on it. And I'll continue to add on to that as well. It's also the space you'll be able to book your follow-up appointments. Um, and you can even do a 15 minute medical intuitive if you just need me to check. I mean, I've had over the years, I've had clients, I mean, they've called me because they had a biopsy and they just want to know what the results are going to be or what to expect. So sometimes you just need a quick 15 minutes or you just need a re, you know, me to send you a script for a refill of your 
probiotic or something. Um, but I also have 30 minute follow-ups if you want to spend more time with me. So I have all of that in the patient portal, but I also have created a brand new thing. And this is what I'm most excited about. Okay. Um, I have my new bio transformation lab, and this is going to be for people who have already done an intake with me and or a power up package. So if you've started working with me as a patient, then you have the ability to join the biotransformation labs. Um, the biotransformation lab is going to be $99 a month, but it includes a 30 minute follow up with me every month. Um, and in the lab is a real lab. I'm actually going to be sharing my brand new zero point ancestry, which I'm so excited about, which is all about soul retrieval, um, both in your blood lineage and also your star ancestry. So there's going to be that. And then, um, there's just going to be all sorts of experimentation. We're going to have a, a private group in Ajata Casa, um, where we can connect and talk, but essentially we're all just going to experiment with how to transform our biology. And I'm going to have a lot of support, including a, a monthly call. And we're going to go through these activities in my book once a month, which could take three years just to do every activity once a month. Um, cause I have so many in here. Um, but we're just going to work together. So the biotransformation lab is going to be a space for those of you who are committed to your health. You want to work with me on an ongoing basis. We're going to be doing a lot of fun things in there. So, um, really, really exciting stuff. I think, um, I'm really looking forward to diving into all of this and, and just couldn't help, but share all this with you guys. Um, and, um, I'm seeing all sorts of great comments here. Yes. You don't have to give up coffee, you guys, or chocolate. I have resources for all that good stuff or wine. Um, you know, there's lots of great resources and, um, <laughs> Tracy, the intake is massive, but it's asking about my entire being. I'm learning a lot, just filling it out. Yes. And that is purposeful because the intake is actually like a self-inquiry practice, isn't it, Tracy? I mean, when you do the intake, you really have to reflect on where you're at. And the reason I do that, I read through every single intake and it's really about addressing the whole person. And that's what's really, really important. And, um, and yeah, so all of the packages are on the, on my website, just go to biotransformation and then go to my Ayurveda offerings. Um, and this brings me to another thing I'm very excited about that I want to share with you guys, which is the quantum feminine conference. And it is free. It is free. You guys it's free and it's epic. Okay. So here it is. Boom. I'm so excited about this. I can't even stand it. So you know, we've done the OHO summits and last year we did the November awakening and this year we're doing the quantum feminine conference. And I'm really, really excited about this. This is definitely part of our one heart, one earth. This is completely free for everyone. It's completely free. If you go to my website, lisamguntour.com, it's right at the top. You'll see register and learn more. Just click on the announcement bar and it'll take you right to the page free to register. And it's the last weekend in October. So the 29th, 30th and 31st. So Halloween weekend. And we have all of these incredible women speaking and taking us through some incredible activities. We also have the release of episode four of Awaken Grace with Deanna Hansen. 
Um, and so we have Cheryl Watson, who channels Metatron, Ariane Thomas, who's an incredible shaman. We have Swami Aliananda from England. We have Julie Hoyle, of course, and April and Victoria Jane and Megan Riley and Michelle and Prima Lee Guerreri is brand new for us. We have Melissa Blinkley. Um, so it's really, really incredible. And this entire conference is to present and introduce to you quantum femininity, which is my work and the work of our community. Hi, Victoria. Oh, you're on. Yay. Yes, it's going to be so awesome. So please, please, please go register if you haven't already um, because it's a completely free event. All of the replays will be posted in my membership community, Ajata Casa. So you can find them in there um, for those of you that are members. And again, that's only $9.99 a month and there's hundreds of videos in there and transmissions and stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and I think that might be everything I wanted to say. Um, but so that's a lot. So we talked about time distortion. Again, I'll post Elizabeth April's video, but you also can find the full transmission from me um, and the Sacred Council in Ajata Casa. Um, I gave you the functional Ayurveda information. I talked about biotransformation labs um, and the quantum feminine conference and um, lots and lots of great stuff going on. And thank you guys so much for being in this time and space with me um, and letting me share my story and share what's new and what's going on. And um, I'll be doing more of this, of course, you know, as always. And um, oh, and then last but not least, Light Warrior is enrolling. Um, ajatacasa.com. We have a free information call this Saturday as well. So if you are interested in the Light Warrior program, you can come and be a part of that too. Um, so there is a lot of opportunity for you to engage with me and with the Ajatacasa community and to be able to share um, what is there on offer. So hi, Victoria. Oh my gosh. So I love you all so, so much. Thank you so much for everything. And I will talk to all of you soon. All right. Oh, and my fall calendar is open. So everything is open and up. Um, if you go under sacred council, you'll be able to see um, the different uh, small groups or private sessions with me too. So thank you guys. Have a great, great day. Bye.